0: So, so, you wish, to, you be wish to be inducted into the, into the ancient the order of- Dang it, Leonard. If we don't talk at the same time, nobody can understand us. It's
1: podcast time. Come on, grab your friends. We'll talk about their distant lands. We met the man and names the woman. The fun will never end. It's podcast time. Welcome to Oh My Glob, and Adventure Time podcast. I'm Amy. I'm Matt. And we're here to watch every episode of Adventure Time from the very beginning to the end.
0: And happy belated Halloween.
1: Yes. Let's see. It's November second. Yes, yeah. it is. Halloween was on Wednesday.
0: Yes, it was. We
1: went and watched Halloween.
0: The 2018 Halloween.
1: Yeah, it was pretty good.
0: Yeah, it wasn't bad.
1: Nope. I'm such a wuss, though. I got so scared. My friend that went with us, she totally laughed at me, like, the whole time.
0: It was great. It was a really fun experience. That was one of my favorite movie-going experiences of this year. Oh, yeah? for a lot of laughs.
1: yeah. Wait, laughs at me or laughs at it, the movie or?
0: Both. It was or, actually a really funny movie.
1: Yeah, it was good. So, how are you doing otherwise?
0: I'm good. How are you in your new addiction?
1: <laughs> I must make a confession, my friends. I'm pretty much obsessed with Pokemon Go. <laughs> It's a thing. It's happened again. Oh, it's,
0: com- <laughs> it's coming back in a big way. It
1: has come back in a big way. My, our friends, Connor and Mooney, have
0: reintroduced, us, reintroduced to us
1: to the world of Pokemon Go. Yep. And uh, pretty much in love with it.
0: We don't quite know what we're doing as far as battles and things like that in the game. or Not yet. <laughs> yeah. So right now, we're just catching Pokemon, running out of balls. Yep. Catching <laughs> more Pokemon.
1: <laughs> yeah, we're running out of balls.
0: Running out of Pokeballs. Pokeballs. And she plays it pretty much all day.
1: I don't play it all day. I work. <laughs> like, I do have a job. I, I do know. things. I know. But I have been known to take a walk around the block because right across the street is the Hunan Palace that has a PokéStop and I can get hooked up with PokéBalls. So while I'm sitting at my desk on a break, I can catch Pokémon.
0: Once I realized I had to leave the apartment <laughs> to play today, I was like, this probably isn't in my best interest.
1: I don't know why that is because I wake up in the morning and I might look at it and I four Pokemon waiting for me to catch.
0: I saw like two this morning when I woke up, and I was like, I'm out of Pokeballs. <laughs> <It> looks <laughs> like I'm not playing today.
1: <laughs> That's but when you beg well, your friends for gifts. Meanwhile, <laughs>
0: well across the street is just a carnival of activity in the game, and I'm like, yeah, well, I-, I saw a raindrop.
1: <laughs> I love how it warns you now that if it's raining or if there's like any like nefarious weather, it's like, whoa, 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 you got to check in, whoa. make sure you're safe.
0: Hold up, and we live in Washington, so...
1: It's like raining all the time. Yep. Okay, I, I take that back. It rains during the fall and winter all the time.
0: For those of you who don't visit the Pacific Northwest very often, uh, the stereotype is that it's always raining here, but it has some of the nicest summers I've ever seen.
1: Best summers ever.
0: Like not a cloud in the sky for not like two months sky. straight, yeah, and then it's nothing but clouds for the rest of the year.
1: Yeah, it's gorgeous. It's so gorgeous during the the spring and summer.
0: Yes, it is my
1: favorite. So, we're here to talk about, I was almost going to say, we're here to talk about Pokemon. We're (laughs) here to talk about Adventure Time, the best cartoon in all the world.
0: Literally ranked. Literally. By
1: us. (laughs) So, today we're going to talk about The Wizard. The Wizard was directed by Larry Leechleiter and Patrick McHale, storyboarded by Peter Browngart, Adam Muto, and Bert Yun. Original air date was May 10th, 2010, and there were 1.82 million viewers.
0: Schmauzo. That's
1: right. This is also the first episode that didn't have a companion episode that aired with it.
0: Just an 11-minute episode, and then I wonder if they played some other 11-minute show during the other half of that half hour. Yeah,
1: I noticed that in the next couple episodes, they're all single-play episodes, so I'm curious about what method they decided, like, why they decided to choose that, so.
0: Well, before this point, did they air two brand new episodes together? Yeah. Okay, so I think what they did after this point was they would air one and then have a repeat play over the other half of that half hour. If only we could go
1: back to 2010, we would
0: know yep
1: all right so on to the show So we come about Finn and Jake. Um, The episode opens with Finn and Jake sauntering about all over like farmland or like hill area. And Finn asks, hey, Jake, you ever wonder what a demon heart looks like?
0: And Jake's like, yeah, of course, dude.
1: Finn says, ever wonder what a demon's heart tastes like?
0: And then the skeleton in a hooded cloak shows up and offers them magical powers for free. Uh, The Adventure Time wiki calls him the Reaper.
1: Finn's like, heck yeah!
0: Jake is like, I don't know, I think this guy's a little sketchy. Just look at this guy. Check out the sunken, lifeless eyes, the foul stench of decay. It shows a close-up of the skeleton guy's face while he laughs ominously.
1: And he has, like, this gooey exterior, like a green gooey exterior. It's really interesting as it's, like, shadowed within, like, his cloak.
0: Yeah, it looks what I imagine a body would look like if you dug it up after two months.
1: Yeah, probably. I could see that. (laughs) In one day. <laughs> and one day. Times ten.
0: So Jake's like, you know what that means?
1: Finn says, well, he's probably evil.
0: And Jake's like, well, yeah, he's e- evil probably, but mostly he's unattractive. And unattractive people are desperate. You should haggle with them.
1: I can't even believe Jake right now. <laughs> I can't even. So Finn buys it and demands more than free powers. The Reaper breaks off a small skeleton hand under his cloak. I'm pretty sure it's his hand. With a keychain attached to it and offers that to... So free powers plus this free keychain hand.
0: He never gives him the keychain.
1: He doesn't.
0: Mm, offers it to him.
1: Finn should, should sue. Yep. It's the American way. <laughs> Finn accepts the offer. Storm clouds start rolling in, and the Reaper says,
0: "That the deal is struck. You can pick up your powers on the other side of this door." And this this magical door just pops into existence.
1: I think it's really cool. Like there's a lot of detail to the floor and it, er, the door, and it's really really neat. I liked it. It
0: looks like. Lovecraftian. I hadn't even noticed it till now that like it's lined with like this kind of beastly flesh with tentacles yeah. and eyeballs.
1: Yeah, it was really really cool. I also want to say something for a minute. Every time I, I think about demons, I can only think about like supernatural and all the demon stuff in there. And I'm like, I wonder what a demon heart would taste like.
0: I about it tastes something like chicken stir fry. <laughs>
1: After they pop into the door, we see the Adventure Time logo, and we have it open up on this other scene. There's this weird building. The accompanying door opens up that's lined with butts, it looks like, and it makes like this farting sounds as it like scoots the boys out, and they're on the footsteps of this building. So we see a frog wizard, wizard who answers the door. The frog says, free powers <laughs> for all. Want some? Finn says, yeah. So the frog tells him they need to see Bufo, the wizard.
0: They ask where to find him. And he says, he's here, of course. And he points at himself. They're confused. And Jake's like, I'm going to beat him up until he starts making sense. And he (laughs) forms his hand into this giant, very realistic looking fist. Like Battletoads?
1: Oh, yeah. Did you ever play... You played... We've played Battletoads together. Mm -hmm. My brother has it.
0: Yeah, when you punch in that game, your fist turns super big and realistic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's see how many people listening remember Battletoads. It
1: looked exactly (laughs) like that. It was awesome. Remember we played Battletoads, like... Last year. It was last year. I remember as
0: a kid getting really far in the game. It turns out it was like the second level. That's funny.
1: We got to the, the level where we're on the... What do you call those?
0: Like speeders, yeah, the
1: speeders, and you're jumping over things, and we almost got to the end, and then we we died. The too game many is
0: ridiculous. It is difficult. ridiculous.
1: It's so hard. Anyway, the frog's head tilts back, and his vocal sac pops out, revealing little tadpoles with wizard hats. And you listen; they say, "We are Bufo."
0: Oh, should we try to say this at the same time so it sounds like them?
1: Yeah, we, we are, are Bufo.
0: <laughs> you do it.
1: No, no, no. <laughs> I was doing it on purpose. <laughs> Because of Leonard.
0: Oh, okay. So it sounds something like this: We, we are, are Bufo.
1: Bufo. So you wish so to, you be, wish inducted to be, be inducted into, the ancient, into of... the ancient order of? Dang it, Leonard! If we don't... don't talk at the same time. Nobody can understand us. <laughs> <laughs> so funny.
0: And their voice is Tom Kenny. You would you'd recognize his voice right away because he's it's the Ice King and SpongeBob SquarePants, and he does so many different voices in the show, but you can always tell it's him.
1: It was great. So great in this. That was probably one of my favorite things about this episode was that.
0: So Bufo's like, so you want powers like these? And he starts shooting a bunch of spells out of his hands. And by the way, they're controlling the giant frog body. So Bufo, the legion of wizards, is these tadpoles inside this big frog. So when I say he's doing something, I mean they're controlling the big frog to do something. Yeah. And uh, so Finn and Jake are all about it. They're, they're, so-
1: they're crazy about it. It's yeah, great. They
0: really want these powers.
1: They follow him into the training facility and see the other wizards in training. There's like tons of them, probably a good dozen. Bufo explains most of those who join can't take the responsibility that comes with becoming an ultimate wizard.
0: One of the guys in the training area is just laying in a bed. Anytime you get like one of those swooping camera shots in the show of... Uh- a bunch of characters in one place. There's always bound to be some some weird stuff.
1: It just you always have to be looking. Um, that's what I like about the show is they'll throw things in, and and if you're not paying attention, you just see like the surface. But if you if you are paying attention, you get to see like the layers underneath, and mm-hmm. you see a lot more of the of the show, and it's pretty rad.
0: I uh, know One of the guys in the training facility, he's on the back of a tiger or something, or a lion, mm-hmm. and he's got this really derpy face, and he's supposed to look like one of the guys who works on the show, mm-hmm. and you'll see that face pop up every now and then in the show. Oh, yeah. I got to learn the story behind that, and maybe we'll bring it up in the next one. Sounds good. For next time he shows up, I mean.
1: So Finn says, I'm a responsible dude. Jake says, so am I. Finn says, that's a lie.
0: That is a lie, and I take full responsibility for it.
1: it that is so great. Like, that brings back, like, <laughs> every. I think every episode we've talked about, maybe not every episode, but a lot of episodes we've mentioned that even though they may be the same age, Finn is definitely the more responsible out of all of them. Oh, absolutely.
0: Them. He's reckless on occasion, but in the way somebody his age should be.
1: Right, Absolutely. Um, Bufo gives them wizard cloaks and tells them that for every trial they pass, they'll get a gold star on their cloak. And the biggest star is the mark of an ultimate wizard. Finn doesn't like the fact that the cloaks are dresses. Oh,
0: that's right they're they're huge.
1: they're huge on them. so he tucks them in his pants, and part of the cloak comes all the way down his pants and pokes out the other end.
0: I was watching this episode a few days ago and I paused it and it was on a shot of Finn stuffing the cloak in his pants. He's like, "What's wrong with that? What is he wearing?" <laughs> Well, he's stuffing this cloak in his pants. You're like, why?
1: <laughs> why is he doing that? <laughs> I don't get it. <laughs> this is dumb. <laughs> no. Why do watch this? I don't even know. <laughs> mm-hmm. So anyway, level one, Destomancy.
0: So Finn's pumped for the training. And Bufo was like, to receive this power, you must first eat these brooms.
1: And he conjures two brooms. Finn's like, I, I can't eat this. But Jake's like, dude, just do what I do. He grows really, really big. Um, And swallows it whole like a little toothpick. When he shrieks back down, you can see the broom stretching out his stomach and back.
0: He just grows up a little bigger so it fits into his stomach. And
1: he like rubs his tummy and then it goes back to normal. Yeah. Like, okay, this is good.
0: A gold star appears on his cloak.
1: I think this motivates Finn to actually eat the broom in whole.
0: Yeah. He's got like splinters on his tongue.
1: That's so gross. I had a boss who once swallowed a toothpick and she had to have like emergency surgery. Yikes. It's like no joke to swallow a toothpick.
0: <laughs> Let alone a broom. No
1: kidding. So once he he finishes the broom, Finn's star appears and he got really excited. He says, We're dustomancers. And he tries conjuring something up, but nothing happens. And he confronts Bufo about it.
0: it. Feels like these stupid powers don't even work. And Bufo sucker punches them in the face. He's like, You're acting hysterical. <laughs> He says that they are actually controlling all the dust motes in the room and that they can read their emotions. And Bufo's like, for instance, this moat is very unhappy in his marriage.
1: I wonder what uh, a moat marriage ceremony looks like. I wonder if it's like
0: ours. A dust moat ceremony.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Do they have a party? Is I'm beginning to think
0: he's lying about them having power over dust. <laughs> <laughs> oh. oh,
1: there's a maverick moment. Yep, there's
0: a- I think he's mad that we don't invite him to record with us.
1: Jake's like, I guess that's kind of cool. And Finn says, this is radical.
0: And Jake's like, "Woo yeah, force that enthusiasm.
1: <laughs> I feel that encapsulates Finn, like, a lot in this show so far.
0: So Bufo takes them to the next level of training, which is shadow-suri. He makes blindfolds appear over their eyes. He's like, can you not see anything? They're like, yeah, yeah. To master the shadows, you must place your hands in this bowl. He's holding a bowl of grapes. And Jake's like... What bowl? And he peeks under the blindfold. And Bufo's like, no, 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 cover your eyes. (laughs) Thrust your hands into this bowl of eyeballs.
1: Finn's grossed out and Jake tells him it's just peeled grapes. But Buffo's like, no, they're eyeballs. So they both reach out, touch the grapes, eyeballs. And (laughs) Buffo says, well done. You've groped the eyeballs fearlessly. So another star appears on their cloaks. Finn changes his shadow into the shape of a horse and tries jumping onto it, but falls through. The horse says,
0: no touchies.
1: And disappears. Finn's (laughs) psyched about the powers and wants to get them all. The funny
0: thing is, like, their powers are super lame so far.
1: Yeah, totally. It It goes into a montage of different training levels. Three is balancing um, pencils over their lips. It ends up giving them the power to make hair appear.
0: Yeah, Jake ends up growing this blonde afro and mustache. Mustache. And just the image of Jake with that hairdo and a wizard cloak is
1: so great. That's my so
0: great. That's the image of my hero right there.
1: <laughs> um, the eight start lets them shoot mayonnaise from their fingers. I thought maybe it was whipped cream the I way it was that milk. they were like eating. Yeah, initially, but then like the consistently looked a little thicker, so I was like, it's gotta be mayonnaise the way they're like guzzling that shit. Yeah. And they it we find out later it's mayo and that is disgusting. They're
0: just chugging mayo that's that they're shooting out of their fingers. Yep.
1: It cuts to fifteen and shows angel wings a pair on Jake's back.
0: 27 turns Finn's hand into a sword at will.
1: And that is also a foreshadowing to Finn losing his hand.
0: Yep. There's a lot of that throughout the show.
1: There is, yeah. 31 shows them shoot fireworks from their fingers.
0: And this is where the waving snail appears. Snail Watch 2018. Snail Watch!
1: And it cuts to later on their cloaks as they're covered in stars and all they have left is the ultimate wizard trial. The real cool thing, though, I have to say about these teen, it's like the the trials that a fifteen year old would like pick out
0: mm-hmm. and
1: and want to have done, like as to gain wizarding powers.
0: Yeah, like a lot of the trials are really dumb stuff, like the balancing.
1: Mm-hmm, they're balancing on chairs and yeah. stuff like that.
0: So Jake is like, "No, nah, I'm good. I've got all the powers I already need." He uses a sleep spell and knocks himself out with it.
1: So Finn decides to go on the last trial solo.
0: But not before calling Jake a lame-o. lame But Bufo tells Finn that the last star isn't free. And Finn's like, I'm broke, despite the fact that they have all this treasure in their treehouse. And Bufo explains that the price is a pledge of ultimate responsibility.
1: Finn instantly says yes. And Bufo tries to warn him that he doesn't know what he's getting into, but Finn is super headstrong and kind of Bossy, bratty. Yeah,
0: he's he's very reckless in this one.
1: Really reckless.
0: And Bufo says, "How irresponsibly responsible of you!"
1: <laughs> <laughs> Oxymoron, much.
0: You must grasp my hand. So when Finn does, he goes unconscious, and he wakes up in this pulley system that's like lifting him up towards the roof. But he has the big star, and he's super psyched about that.
1: Yeah. And when he arrives on the roof, Bufo reveals to him the ultimate responsibility. In an orb, Finn sees an asteroid headed for Ooh. Is it headed for U? Well, I guess Ooh is well, where they live. Yeah. They're like in a town in Ooh. It's
0: headed for the village that the uh, training facility on.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. It's been headed there for 847 years, and only the power of the ultimate wizard keeps it from getting closer. Finn's like, no problem. I'll contribute my powers.
0: So he concentrates his wizard energy towards the orb but finds out that he's only replacing another wizard named Jeremy from his position and has to remain there for the rest of his life. And he looks around and there's all these other wizards that are all super old who have clearly been there for a long time, preventing this asteroid from hitting.
1: Yeah, Finn clearly should have listened to Bufo when he tried to tell him about the pledge of responsibility.
0: He calls Bufo out on tricking him, but for every second he's not looking at the orb, the asteroid gets closer. So he's like, oh, gotta gotta focus back up. And Bufo's like, yes, I tricked you, but would anybody do this willingly? Mm, Peace out. He leaves,
1: <laughs> taking Jeremy in his arms. Yeah, he's
0: <laughs> holding little Jeremy.
1: Yeah, Finn tells the elderly wizard stuck there that there has to be another way. So he hops down from his spot, and there's an old wizard who says, "You're gonna get us killed." Finn says, "Youth culture
0: forever." <laughs> So he runs out of the training facility and sees that the asteroid's closing in. Bufo calls him out, but Finn just puts a sleep spell on him. His plan is to use the ultimate wizard skills that he's obtained to stop the asteroid. He's like, I summon dragon eyes, tiger claw, vorpal hand, blazing feet, beauteous wings, and finally every other power I didn't mention by name.
1: He tries using all his combined powers to move the surrounding village from the asteroid and realizes... He needs help. He can't quite do it on his own. So he tries to use a waking spell on Jake, but it gets deflected when Jake says, deflect, and <laughs> flies it to a rock, bringing it to life. It's like, hey, I'm alive, and instantly sees the asteroid, and it's like, oh, God.
0: <laughs> it's that my favorite moment so of the episode. So great. I love it. <laughs> so the elderly wizards are flying by in their way to flee the the oncoming destruction, and Finn's like, hey, since you're here, can you help me move the village out of the way?
1: It's really funny, though, because they're exactly, like, decked out the way that Finn is with, yeah. like, the different eyes and the hands and the wings yeah, and everything. if they're
0: just fleeing, why do they have, why, why are they equipped with, like, the sword hand and the tiger I, I hand? I have and... no
1: idea. That's <laughs> All they like, needed
0: was the wings. <laughs>
1: that's true. No, they had the wings.
0: But, I mean, that's the only thing they really needed. Oh,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. Yeah, you're right.
0: So they help, and basically they conjure up like these giant hands to move the village.
1: They lift up the village, and the asteroid goes into the hole that the village was play- like at, and then they put the village back on top of the hole. The explosion blows all of their clothes off, and all of Jake's clothes off. Or his fur. Oh yeah, his fur. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so Finn thanks him for helping, and Bufo shows up and says,
0: Don't forget to thank me, for this was my plan for all of these 847 years.
1: Finn responds, no way. Your plan was to dupe generations of wizards to hold off the asteroid. Bufo says that his life is over. And Finn's like, nah, man. Just don't go taking credit for other people's ideas.
0: Bufo's like, you're right. I'm glad I thought of it.
1: <laughs> then we flash to Jake and Finn walking away. All of a sudden, we hear the, the Reaper that was at the beginning of the episode say, hey, naked kid. You want some free demon heart? And Jake exclaims,
0: full circle. And yeah, they're into it. Yeah, of course. They, they learned are. nothing in the end.
1: Yeah, it was great.
0: So when Finn was naked and the rest of the Wizards, there's a sensor bar for like the only time in the series. And the sensor bar is a log. Yeah. And it was supposed to be a beaver.
1: Oh, really? <laughs> That's crazy.
0: And Cartoon Network's like, no, nah, no, nah, it's, it's going to be something different.
1: So they make it a piece of wood. Yep. That's great. I love it.
0: Mm. So what'd you think of the episode?
1: I absolutely love this episode. Good. Um, I think that this was definitely uh one of my favorite episodes so far. Wow. So clever, so funny, cute little one liners, just so funny. I I'm a big fan of montages, I'm not gonna lie. Oh,
0: I absolutely love montages.
1: Yeah. And so it was just I don't know, like there wasn't there really wasn't I don't think the wizard was tricking.
0: No, he Finn. tried warning him a few times. He totally
1: did. And so I think that was all Finn. Yeah. And with that said, I just think it was a really fun episode, you know? It was yeah. great. And there's a good balance of Jake and um, Finn. There's a good balance of hero Finn. There's a good balance of story. I I just really adored this episode. I yeah. thought it was great. How about I like, you?
0: I like seeing the imperfections of Finn. Like, I, I feel like we got a little bit of a message mm-hmm. in this episode, which is don't rush into something where you're not 100% sure of what the responsibility mm-hmm. entails.
1: Yeah. I also like how he cried out the youth culture forever. (laughs) I thought that was so funny. And it really speaks to if we want to go like a deeper layer in this episode. Go for it. So we have like this older generation doing the same thing for a long time. And then we have like this young buck and they're fearful of what he might do. And he's able to solve the problem with the help of the existing structure but he was able to, like, pump fresh blood into it and just give the motivation and, like, I don't know, like, the can do Ooh. Yeah. I just, I thought it was really neat. Really, really cool.
0: Round of applause, everybody.
1: Um, Anything you didn't like?
0: Hmm. No. So this is uh, one of the episodes that never stood out to me, really, in the past, and this time through, uh... Like, the last one I said that about, I really enjoyed it. I thought it was a lot of fun. I've had no issues with it.
1: I could see us watching this episode again, like we do up a tree. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Oh, absolutely. I'd totally watch this one again.
1: Totally. I really enjoyed this, this episode. I thought it was yeah. super cute. I found myself laughing um, out loud, there's some episodes where I'm like, yeah, this was a little dumb. like business time. I was not a fan of that episode at all., really, I thought
0: you liked that one mm-hmm.
1: yeah, but it wasn't as good as this one. So now I've seen this one. It's kind of like tainted other ones that I've seen. Oh, okay, so this is right up there with the it in for me, like this is one wow. of my favorites. yeah,
0: anchor is easily one of my top three in the first season that yeah. we've watched so far. There are some little leaps of logic. I know that the writers probably saw this too, and it just adds to the comedy, but like They've been trying to avoid this asteroid from hitting this little village for Mm -hmm. 847 years. Yeah. And nobody thought to just leave the village. I thought if it hit, it would like destroy ooh or something, but clearly that's not the case.
1: Right, right.
0: And it looked like they had plenty of time to flee the village or just have the wizards tell everybody in the village to leave while they hold off the asteroid. And then they can fly away because clearly they had more than enough time to do that. Mm Mm-hmm so why but but
1: i wonder if it's because they got stuck in the old way of thinking right that was the way they did things and even though it didn't necessarily make sense it's the way they did things yeah
0: you know yeah there's a deeper meaning there yeah you're on top of this thanks so is there anything you didn't like
1: um i'm trying to think if there's something i didn't like i oh so okay so i'm not gonna lie i didn't like the frog wizard at first until and like when he opened up his like neck sack or whatever i was like this is disgusting and yeah. i don't know if i can tolerate this for the whole like episode but i think what they what they did where they had the whole leonard thing where he was like <laughs> damn it leather leonard you know like that kill it just killed me mm. and i was like all right, all right all right i can i can get on board with this i
0: think tom kenny's voice work on bufo is just great yeah 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 All yeah. the little things like
1: grasp my hand It was just so funny it's good what was your favorite line?
0: My favorite line was, no touchies.
1: That was the shadow horse, right? Yep. Yeah. That was great. It's what was good. yours? Hey, I'm alive. <laughs> the,
0: sentient the, yeah, the sentient rock?
1: Yes, the sentient rock.
0: Those really googly looking eyes. Yeah,
1: so funny. <laughs> I laughed out loud when that happened. I was like, <laughs> good choice. Thank you.
0: There was one line that I totally thought was going to be your favorite. Well, a series of lines. I'm responsible too. Yeah. <laughs> That's
1: a lie. <laughs> I just thought of that, too. I was like, oh, my gosh. That was a really good one. <laughs> um, if I want to say a backup one, though, um, when they first get their robes and Finn is throwing a tantrum because he's like, you yeah, know, this is too big. Jake's like, I'm into it. It's like Gossamer. It was so funny. The way he said it reminded me of Jake's and Manzukis in... Every episode of How Did This Get Made? Like I felt oh, like I felt like at that moment, I was like, "Oh my gosh, that's, that's so funny!" So one of
0: his retorts,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And I'm into it. All right, do you want to do your impression?
0: My impression's going to be,
1: "No, they're eyeballs." <laughs>
0: <laughs> See if I can add some kind of effect to that.
1: I'm going to say, "You culture forever." Boom. Yep.
0: So one little piece of trivia for this episode is if you look closely on the title card. Jake has the word Dr. Seuss on his body.
1: I wonder why that is.
0: I don't know. Hmm. Uh, I like it. Yeah, I like like Dr. Seuss.
1: Me too. I'm Hmm. a big fan of the Seuss.
0: Yeah, and uh, Finn is wearing a dreamcatcher.
1: Oh, that's right.
0: I love how little the title cards have to do with the episode sometimes. It
1: is really great.
0: There's a, a book that is just all of the title cards. No way. And I really want to get that book. There's an introduction by Guillermo del Toro where he no talks way. about his appreciation for Adventure what? Time. And that just made me love the show even more. <sighs> yeah, we got to get on top of that. Yeah,
1: that's flipping amazing. So we want to give some listener feedback. We greatly appreciate the reviews on iTunes. We know that they make a big difference in whether or not people know about us or not. So thank you very much for taking a moment and giving us a review this week, we had Simon Loves give us a five-star review titled, Oh My Glob. And he said, or they say, I don't want to assume it's a dude.
0: Sorry about the nickname. I meant Simon Loves Pandas.
1: That was amazing. <laughs> that
0: is the review. in it.
1: Simon Loves, <laughs> a.k.a. Simon Loves Pandas. We love pandas, too. Yes, we do. And it's okay just to love. Love is good.
0: One of Amy's nicknames for me is... Sleepy Panda.
1: Yes, he's a Sleepy Panda.
0: I am always a Sleepy Panda. But yes, thank you so much. And <laughs> We cracked up when we read that. It was
1: great. It was super great. So, Matt, anything you want to plug? Uh,
0: no. I'm not really working on much other than this right now. Okay. I'm just doing the school thing. Yeah. How about you?
1: I'm still playing Roller Derby. com is our website. You can check us out in Sohomish County in Washington State. Um, we're going to have a bout coming up on November 17th, and it's a fundraiser bout. So it's really cool because the fans get to pay to change the rules of the game, and it's super fun. It's one of the best best games that it, we get to play in the year. And so, yeah, check us out if you want to. Edmonds Community College, 5 p.m., November 17th.
0: Be there and be square. <laughs>
1: There'll be a beer garden and food <laughs> as well. <laughs> and Junior Roller Derby. My juniors are playing too, so that's really cool. Oh, yeah. Oh, what are we going to focus on next week?
0: Well, I'm glad you asked. I know. Because you wrote it down.
1: I did write it down. So we're going to focus on Season 1, Episode 12, Evicted.
0: Finn and Jake search the land of Oo for a new home after the vampire named Marceline claims the duo's treehouse as her own.
1: So this should be a really interesting episode.
0: And it's also the first great musical number of the show. Is it? Or Oh, not musical number, but first great song of the show.
1: I'm excited.
0: Oh, yeah, me too. going
1: to be awesome.
0: This is a pretty classic episode.
1: Cool. Well, I've never seen it before.
0: Ooh, it's going to be good.
1: Yay. All right. So don't forget, you can email us at omiglawpodcasts at gmail.com. Check out our website at, at wordpress
0: We're on Facebook at... Facebook.com slash Oh My Glob Podcast.
1: Twitter at Oh My Podcast.
0: Big surprise. And you can rate and review us on iTunes.
1: Thank you so much for your time and thanks for listening. We'll see you next week.
0: See you next week.
1: Bye. Bye.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I'm falling down a, a chasm. Yep. <laughs>